Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. Okay, LG. Yes, sir. If you refresh that red button, you should see a red live now deal. All right, I'm refreshing. He's refreshing now. Uh huh. Okay, I just refreshed. Now, what am I looking for? He said he just refreshed. Now, what is he looking for? You should see it says say live red on your. Did you click on that red button? Did you click on the red button? That says central. Huh? That says central. Central, central. Uh, the only I see a red that says live game day smartphone links. I guess that's not it. Oh, okay. I see central. I'm sorry. I do see central. Okay. So I'm going to click on Central? Yes, click on Central. Yeah, just click on Central. And then when you click on that Central, it's going to see uh, a M, like the MP Show logo. When you click on Central, you're going to see like the MP Show logo. Okay, I got the logo. Okay, you got the logo. Right, and there should be a, some red lettering saying Live Now or something. And there should be some red lettering that says Live Now. Yeah, I see Currently Live Access. Yes, comment, uh, okay. comment live if access. Yeah, if you click on that, that should be the stream. If you click on that, that should be the stream. All right. Is there any audio coming through now? Let him know when he got uh, it. He's asking, is there any audio coming through now? Yeah, it's gonna, he should be able to hear us talking right now. <laughs> okay, I'm getting audio. I am getting audio. Whenever we take a break, we're just going to let you guys pipe down. I tell you, we're going to do a one-minute, two-minute, or 90-second break. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. That that works for us. Would you be able to uh, incorporate HSR in, in your breaks? Okay, say that again. Would you be able to incorporate HSRN in what you say during your breaks? Will you be able to incorporate HSRN in, in your breaks with what you say? Just tell them we got you, man. We got you, LG. We got you, baby. Okay, we got you. Great. What time is showtime? What time? Say that again. What time is showtime? We're going to do uh, a 15 free game, a 15-minute free game. You say we're going to do a 15-minute Showtime will be 11.45. Showtime will be 11.45. 11.45. Yes, sir. 11.45. Yes, sir. All right. Good enough. Um, All right. Well, um, now, does he want to hang his phone up or he want to stay online? What do you want to do? Do you want to hang your phone up or do you want to stay online? Uh, brother, what's your phone number? I could call you back if we have any issues. Do you have a number I can reach you on? Uh, yes, uh, you, you can call. Uh, what's your number so he can call back if he has any issues? Okay, 979. 979. 
turn it off. And hopefully you guys are nice and snug as a bug in a rug. The temperature is not that bad of a deal. It's 70 degrees, but the weather is looking a little fright. Charles, did you bring your galoshes? I did bring my galoshes. You're going to need it today for the next couple of days. And uh, as they say, never learn to swim, can't catch the rhythm of the stroke. And I hope that everything is working out fine.
for Mississippi Valley State that time by. I believe we have just fixed what was going on. That's Felicia Walter score at that time. And there's a shot up that time by Alcorn number 24, Jasmine Strange. She'll knock it down for the jumper. 8-4 is your score here. Four minutes and 57 seconds remaining in the first period. 8-4, Alcorn on top of Mississippi Valley State. Memorial Dragon, left side of the lane, down into Ashley Bill. She'll whirl in the lane, ball up. Memphis gets the rebound, puts it back up and in for the double X. Nice rebound that time by Ashley Bill. Alcorn quickly comes back on the offense. Setting it up is Brianna Oliver. Oliver goes into Haynes, top of the key. Haynes looks, takes it hard to the hole, layup. It'll rim out, rebound by the Braves, and there will be a foul down on the left block by Paxton Rodiker. That was actually a good move. She did the, almost the George Iceman girl. Yes, indeed. A little finger roll. <laughs> timeout on the court. As it is a 60-second timeout. We're going to take a 60-second break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Swag Basketball Tournament from the Toyota Center on HSRN, the voice of choice. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. We're in a break right now. Coming back in 10. Five. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Toyota Center. Eight to six is our score, all coin on top of Mississippi Valley State. Four minutes and 18 seconds remaining in this first period of play. Brianna Oliver inbounds into number 21. Ashton McNichols foul on the play. Looks like they'll get a devilette still on the foul. We'll see who the foul is on. Well, we foul is on number some, 21, Melissa. Some stats, Charles. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I guess now we're cooking with Crisco. <laughs> so now coming back and forth, playing a little perimeter. Give and go this time. That one was blocked on the attempted shot by all points number 12, Miss Newton. Deanna Luton, and there's an injured Devilette on the floor right now. As we are now checking to see what's going on, she's grabbing her arm. She's kind of gently walking back and forth, as I say, putting a little dirt on it. Valley, as we mentioned, a very, very thin. as Miss Melissa Hickman is the injured ball player. Meanwhile, they'll go back and at the line. Shooting and missing her first free throw attempt was Miss Brianna Luton. Luton right now has one point 
on today's contest. Her second free throw is no good. The rebound picked up by Valley State as Tate gets the rebound and gets it across the timeline, but it's turned over, and here comes Alcorn. Coming, driven across, shooting from the free throw. Brianna Hayes. was Miss Brianna Hayes. Scored now 10-6, Alcorn on top of Valley State. Alcorn trapping in the backcourt, trying to create a little pressure there, and Valley will break it. Mariana Haynes is the reigning 2016 Player of the Year. The long three-pointer is good for Mississippi Valley as Jenega. The boy is Jernigan. Yeah. She's that one from almost a rocket three-pointer. Yes, indeed. A little Steph Curry action there. <laughs> nice move that time by number 14 for Alcor. Brianna Tolliver, she'll miss the layup. Valley State comes back down on the tack. Cross court. Missed three-point attempt that time by number 10 to Lisa Sherman. Here comes Alcorn on the tag. Noriana Haynes across half court. She takes it all the way to the hole for the layup for the Lady Braves, and they go up 12-9 here with 250 here in the first period. So now it looks like Alcorn is going to be trying to apply a little pressure. That's getting across his Tate. Tate gets it over the corner to Bales. Bales is bouncing and lost the ball. And it's going to be a travel called against Alcorn as they will now have a stoppage of play. Play getting a little hurt jerky right now, but Alcorn up 12 9 here, 240 left here in the first period. Noriana Haynes, slight play of the year, coming off the bench for the Braves. But picking up right where she leaves off, she's averaging 20.3 points a game. Interestingly enough, Mississippi Valley has the second leading scorer in the conference in Christina Reed. He's averaging 16 and a half points. 16 and a half points. He's putting in some work, man. He's putting in some work. Especially on a team that's been struggling. Exactly. Going back to action now, the penetration and the shot is good off the glass. Brianna Tolliver. Nice move. Makes it 14-9. All going on top of Valley State. Valley State getting it across now. Setting up the play as they pull back out to the top of the key. Getting into the hands of their able guard. Coach Melvin Williams says they'll do, use a lot of pick and roll to get their shooters open. That's yes, what sir. they're doing. Yeah. Valley has to use a lot of tactics right, and, right. and uh, some timing plays and whatnot to try to take advantage of the short bench and the short play. Right. There's another turnover there by the time by Valley. And they're going to really have to watch the turnovers because they struggle to score, only 49 points per game. But you can't turn over and expect to get some easy baskets. So now we're back, ready to go. The three-pointer. They didn't want to say it was only two. Melissa Hickman. I'm sorry, that time that was Melissa uh, Ashton McNichols on the the jumper. And And that was another turnover. turnover, As Bales could not handle the pass on the uh, inbound, trying to get it across the timeline, and it's going to turn it over, and Alcorn will take over again with one minute and 40 seconds remaining in the first period, leading 16 to 9. Penetrating. Oh, hot jump. Oh, nice. Yeah, that time, Brianna. Looking like a ball shot there. Exactly. As Miss Tolliver sinks it in to make it now 18 to 9, with 122 remaining in this first period. Nice move that time by Zaboria Jernigan, taking it all the way to the hole. 
Nice, easy bucket from Valley that time. 18-11 here with 108 left here in the first period. As there's another travel call, another turnover, and you're not trying to knock any of these teams, but you see why they're in the bottom half of the season with the type of ball playing that they're doing right yeah, that's why play has been a little herky-jerky with a, a few turnovers and whatnot, but uh, you, you expect things to kind of calm down as they get a little bit more into the flow of the game. Settle down a little bit. This is a big stage for these young ladies. Yes, uh, some of the seniors, this will probably be the last time that they get in the atmosphere of something like this oh, right. at the Toyota Center. And as the week picks up, it'll be a lot more people coming out and a lot more excitement going on. As we get back to ball play here, Valley State stops, shoots. The jumper is no good again. This time it's picked up. Peyton swings it back out to the outside, down low to Tate. Tate gets it back up to Peyton. Peyton swings it out in the corner. And now trying to come back to the top of the key. Lost the handle and the turnover for Valley State. That's coming up with it is all points Tolliver. Tolliver gets it across the timeline. And there's another foul call. Valley really scrambling right now to try to keep up with Alcorn, keep this game close. Of course, back in February, Alcorn top Mississippi Valley 75 to 39. So, a little, little bit of a mismatch, but you never know in tournament play. Never, you never can tell. You never underestimate. That's why the game strain makes her first free throw. Second free throw is in and out. And knocked out of bounds by Tate. Tate looking in disgust. Come on, how could you call that out? <laughs> and we have another change in the players. Tate will go out as it will now be 34.8 seconds remaining here in the first period of play. Valley State trailing 19 to 11. Alcorn has definitely been the aggressor against this man-to-man, taking it to the hole. As there's a shot that was attempted and missed by Alcorn. The rebound picked up by Alcorn. Spain missing the shot. Coming up now, setting up possibly for the last play of the first period. And now finally the jumper makes it across. As nice Luna shot. Right. Brianna Booth. And they're trapping again. 22-11, seconds and another shot. No good. And that brings us to the end of the first period of play. Mississippi Valley trails Alcorn by the score of 22-11. to 11. Mike Branson, Charles Bishop for the Open Mic Broadcast Network and HSRN, the voice of choice. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. We'll pause for 60 seconds.
and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My friends from Charles Bishop from the Toyota Center here in Houston, Texas, day one. So we understand that we're having some uh, from Mothership and not able to pick up. See if they get the stream in. Charles, I'll let you take Sure thing. Nice shot that time by the Alcorn Lady Braves. Brianna Luton will go out of bounds. It'll be Mississippi Valley State ball. 22 to 11. Just starting here at the second period. Alcorn trapping. They'll get it to Fields. Fields gets to the number 15, Jernigan. Jernigan will break the trap. She'll set up the offense for the Delaware. Alcorn going man to man here. Zamoria Jernigan dribbles left side. Looks and finds Fields at the top of the key. Fields. Looks for the shot at the top of the key. It is off. Rebound by number 23, Tori Spann. Spann brings it down. Spann dribbles to the key. Close it back out, and they'll run the, run the offense. Swings it around to the left side, and that'll be a travel that time on number 11, Lindsey Littlejohn. Alcorn with the turnover. Mississippi Valley State double that down early to Alcorn, 22-11. Alcorn again trapping. Zamoria Jernigan, right side of the court. She'll get it to Bills, and she'll throw it away. Another turnover by Valley. Lindsey Littlejohn with the steal. Littlejohn brings it across court. She'll kick it out to number 24 for Alcorn. She'll miss the three. Jasmine Strain rebound Alcorn up, and looks like a foul that time on the play as Alcorn was able to get another offensive rebound. 9-0-3 remaining in the second period of play. Alcorn. On top, 22-11. You getting comfortable yet, Charles? Yes, I am. <laughs> this is fun. First free throw is good. Jasmine Strange. Little John's 14. Strange 24. Yes, We're catching it up. Give a shout-out to Lee Hall down in Greenwood, Mississippi, streaming through on the G-Line back in Greenwood as there's a defensive block trying to get the pass, knocking it out of bounds. On the defensive end was all for him. the 12, for the Braves, showing some good defensive jumps in this meeting. Still be possessing for Valley State as Peyton get ready to inbound. Alcorn is doing a good job with their defense, creating a lot of turnovers, and there's another turnover that time. But it's five that. second violation, the nine inbound pass, and they weren't even applying pressure. Right, exactly. It's been a tough go thus far for the Double F. They turned the ball over. They have to check the stats on it, but I'd say that probably over five, six times right now. So now working back and forth, going to give and go. The bounce pass in the far corner, the jumper short, picked up by Alcorn. They'll set up and pull back out. Now swinging on the left wing, and a travel was called. Tried to do a little bit too much that time. Yes, indeed. For the all-point raise, as Miss Luton was called for the travel. Yeah, that's far. Uh, Mississippi Valley had 10 turnovers in the game. 10. All-point is doing a great job, and there's another one just as we speak on the turnover issues from Valley. And they compound that with a foul on the yeah, play. Are trying to make up 
before the lost file was made, she get a first file called against her. As we may mention, Valley is not extremely deep. So you got to make sure that they protect those that they do have out here. Nice ball moving by Hawthorne, trying to create a little space. And there's somebody at the top of the Jasmine Strain, top of the key. She'll miss. Rebound goes to number 40 for Mississippi Valley State. Yes, indeed. And Mississippi Valley State brings the ball across court. Knocked away by Alcorn. Alcorn, great defense. 23 to 11 here with 7:58 here in the second period. Alcorn goes with the wholesale change as they'll bring in a fresh five. Fresh five, fast five. Yes, indeed. Alcorn's bench looks to be a little deeper than Mississippi Valley State's bench right now. Paxton Rodica with the inbounds to Zamoria Jernigan Jernigan at the top of the key. And it's Henrietta Wells. Jernigan, deep three. It doesn't touch the rim, and it will be a shot clock violation. violation on that one. Mm-hmm. As we understand that there might be some challenges on the East Coast okay. uh, as far as uh, individuals being able to pick up the stream or the broadcast, um, everyone else seems to be okay. Hopefully it will work out. The number to dial is 724-444-7444. Code four six four nine three, or you can just go to the website at obnradio.com and click on the media player, and you should be good to go. Two seven minutes and thirty four seconds remaining in the second period. Twenty three to eleven. There's another almost stolen on a great hustle by Alcorn State Lady Braves. Lady Braves are really crazy. Uh, a lot of havoc with that, that, that trap that they're doing at uh, Valley State. Ten turnovers thus far in the game. Another two this period for Mississippi Valley. They'll swing at a far court to Zamoria Jernigan. Jernigan will set up the offense with a double S. She brings it to the top of the key. Pass into Ashford Bills. Bills top of the key. Dribble drives. Kicks out to Paxton Rodica. Rodica for three. In and out. Henrietta Wells with the rebound. Wells kicks it out to Noriana Haynes. Haynes brings it up quickly. Top of the key. Jumper. No good. She goes in for the rebound, and they will call her over the back that time. But Noriana Haynes. Haynes had a good look and a good release, but just came up a little short on everything. Yes, indeed. Still on the way, working out of kinks, bringing the things, but that's life in the fast lane. <laughs> I promise you, they're working hard back on both ends to make sure that everybody is taken care of. Meanwhile, Valley comes up, misses the shot, picked up by Alcorn, and another turnover. That one off the hands of two Valley defenders. Seeps back out of bounds. It will be possessive for the Yeah, Alcorn's defense is really creating havoc with Valley uh, on offense. Of course, Valley uh, struggles to score, only 49 points per game, and you add a little defensive pressure, and that makes it even tougher here in this, in this tournament. Yes, sir. So all point now working down low in the paint. A turnaround jumper, no good. Rebound picked up by Peyton for Valley Devilettes. And now here they come, pushing across the timeline. 
three on three right now on the right wing. Stops, shoots the jumper. No good. Rebound picked up by Alcorn. Noreena Haynes on the rebound. He had a huge game against Valley back in February. Double-double. Double-double? Another double-double. Nice. Here go. And a reverse layup. Henrietta Wells that time with the score. Wow. That was that was a Jordanist move. Yes, indeed. That was nice basketball there. On that, exactly six minutes before the half, all points showing a little razzle-dazzle. Yes, indeed. The give and go, reverse layup. 25-11 is our score. The praise on top of the Valley Devil X. We'll pause 60 seconds, and we'll be right back. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We have a timeout. Six minutes here remaining. It's the Bernie Bajernikas. He'll dribble around right in. Gets into the answer. Dennis. Dennis misses the jumper. Rebound goes to Mariana Haynes. And there'll be a stoppage in play here. 25 to 11 is the score here with 538 here in the second period. Lady Bray is on top of the double X. So this is about state. Henrietta Wells will inbound the ball to Tori Span. Span top of the key. She'll set up the offense. Right wing to Wells. Stop it to play, and they'll call three seconds against the Alcorn State Lady Braves. And another turnover. Turnover for the Braves. Another turnover. And the double S break the trap easily on this possession. Jernigan, top of the key for the double X. Swings the ball to number 40 for the double S, and she will miss the jumper. Goes in, gets a rebound. Kicks it in the ass. Bills, Bills, defended well. It was blocked. And it'll go to the Braves. Foul that time by Ashley Bills reaching in. Yeah, you made mention of Tate shooting that long jumper, and you don't want your big post girl shooting over. She missed it, not by that much, but by a whole lot. Yes, indeed. Alicia Walters with the long three-pointer that was way short. Alcorn will bring it up. Loretta Wells, right wing, swings it over to the left wing. Noriana Haynes from the baseline, and it is good. Noriana Haynes. 
Payne showing some good range that time as he was able to knock that through. Make it 27-11 now. All point on top of the Devilettes. There's another stoppage of the play. Substitutions will now come in for the Alcorn Braves. And we'll see how this plays out in the, in, the, in the second half with Alcorn with these wholesale changes, wholesale substitutions to try to wear down the double S. Of course, we've mentioned that the double S have a thin bench. Back to action now, Alcorn. Another jumper. That one is no good as attempted next uh, strain. Cassidy. Rebound picked up by Cassidy Bolton. Let's see what can Valley State do with this offensive possession here. They've had a, a tough time scoring. They've been stuck on 11 for quite some time. Oh! And there's another turnover for the Double S. As Jamoya Jernigan turns over, Alcorn comes back on the attack. Number 11 for Alcorn. She goes in. Lindsay Littlejohn, but they will call her for the travel. Jernigan was trying to do a little bit too much that time. She had a little dribble and tried to go behind her back. Yeah. And just lost her pudding and lost everything. Turnover that time by the Alcorn State Lady Braves, and they will go back on the attack on defense, trying to trap the Devilettes. Zamoria Turnigan breaks the trap. There's a long jumper that time by the Devilettes by number 21, Ashton McNichols. Alcorn back on the attack. Ball goes into Lindsey Littlejohn from the top of the key. It is good. It makes the score 29-11. Little John, where's Big John? 29-11, 335 left here in the second period here in the SWAC opener. SWAC opening game here in the SWAC tournament. Another ball lost from the mishandling of the guard play from Alcorn. That time, Alcorn with a, another turnover. They've gotten a little bit sloppy here, but they're up big, 29-11. Mississippi Valley State on the attack. Again, pressure applied to Alcorn. Ashley Bills breaks the trap, and she'll set up the offense. Chelsea Tate now gives it to Zamoria Jernigan, the point guard. Jernigan, top of the key. She's defended by Tory Spann. Looking for Ashley Bills down low. Yeah, it looked like she did drag a slip there, and they'll call five seconds. Great defense. She was dragging it. <laughs> yes, indeed. More great defense by the Lady Braves. Yes, sir. Looks like uh, we got a little panic as we got two minutes and 59 seconds before the half. 29 11 is our score. All point on top of Valley State. All point now swinging up, setting up the play on the left wing. Kicks it back to the right wing. Wow. Crossing over, dribble, bounce pass, and kicking it back out. Swings the long pass back across. Little time shoots the jumper. No good. The rebound picked up by Alcorn. As grabbing the rebound and getting a new 30 second clock with Miss Shun. Pulls it back out. Two minutes and two and 22 seconds now remaining. The bounce pass down and low. Trying a good spin move and the shot. They'll call it for step. Oh, that was about to say a little too good. Now, Valley State gets the inbound. Two minutes and 15 seconds remaining. Mike Prince and Charles Bishop here from the Toyota Center. 
Going now is Bales. Bales off the glass. Nice man. To make it 29 to 13. And that heals an eight-minute drought. Yes, indeed. For Valley State. Double S needed that basket, and it was an easy basket. Now all point, setting up, penetrating the shot off the glass, and no good. Going through strong was Little John. And the boy, your journey, can look in disbelief because she thought she was in thought she was in place that time for the charge, but they will call a block on the Warrior Look at it. Look at it. It may have been a good thing. Yes, indeed. Now, that's an interesting foul there. The Warrior Jernigan, that'll be her third foul here in the second period. Littlejohn's first free throw is sent. Rattles in and falls through. Valley already with the sand bench, and Lamoria Jernigan goes to the bench. All corner up big at 30-13. Here was 146 left before half. Valley State brings it up. Melissa Hickman goes to the left wing. She'll bring it back to the top of the key to Paxton Rodica. Rodica. Right wing gives it to the top of the key to number 55 for Valley. Cassidy Bolden. Bolden pulls it away. Jasmine Strain comes down on the attack for the Braves. She'll give and go to Tori Spence. That was a great ball movement. Great ball movement. 32 to 13. All corn big on Valley here in the second period. 108 left here. Paston Rodiker, top of the key. The number 21 for Mississippi Valley. She'll miss a long jumper. That was Melissa Hickman with the long jumper. No good. All going back on the side. They'll set it up. Lisa Sherman over to Lindsay Littlejohn. Littlejohn baseline. And they'll call her for the carry. That's one. I don't see you don't see carry very often. Well, they got to start in the NBA, right. WNBA. Everywhere else, if they're going to call it, got to be consistent. <laughs> wow, great defense that time by Alcorn as Paxton Rodica loses it. Two on one, fast break. Easy bucket for Lindsey Littlejohn for the break. 20 seconds left here before half. Valley State will bring it up. Melissa Hickman, jumper, step through, and they'll call her for a travel. Another turnover by the Valley State Devilette. It's getting obvious. Yes, indeed. Right now. Yes, indeed. Tough to go thus far in the tournament here for the Devilette. Lindsay Littlejohn for three. Count it. And that'll end, that'll end the scoring here in the first half. As Alcorn is up big on the Valley State Devilettes, 37 to 13. Valley struggling to go into this first half to try and regroup as the Alcorn Braves want to finish everything that they've been doing. Mike Brinson, Charles Bishop, we're going to pause for the calls, go back to the studio, give a 15 minute breather and break, and we'll come back with the second half of play. First game of the SWAC basketball tournament, the Alcorn State Lady Braves leading 
the Lady Devilettes of Mississippi Valley. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network and HSRN, the voice of choice. We'll go back to the studios and we'll be back.
And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Halftime report. Mr. Charles Bishop and yours truly, Dr. Michael Prince. It is 37-13, all on Braves, all over the Lady Devilettes. What you got going on, Charles? Well, you can take a look at the game thus far, and the story of the game has been uh, all corn State Force and Mississippi Valley into a numerous turnovers. Mississippi Valley, 19 turnovers here at halftime, only shooting 22% from the field and only 12% from three-point line. Uh, you take a look at Alcorn, Noriana Haynes, of course, right? uh, played of the year uh, on the women's side, eight points and four rebounds thus far in the uh, first half. Uh, she's paced also by Lindsay Littlejohn, who came off the bench with eight points herself. As you can hear, the Mississippi Valley State band, loud and proud. Yes, right indeed. Now. Yes, indeed. And um, Charles Green, Valley State, mm-hmm. what do you do right now? Well, I think you have to calm down on offense to get some easy back. Uh, they've had uh, uh, too many turnovers, uh, eight turnovers by Zamoria Jernigan, their point guard. You've got to calm down and, and, and enjoy the moment, so to speak, and try to get some easy baskets, which they've done on occasion, but they've turned the ball over way too many times. Well, we'll see if they can calm down. Yes. And if they can enjoy the moment, if they don't do any better, their moment's going to be short-lived. Yeah, short-lived, very short-lived, exactly. You know, so, yeah, we're here at halftime right now. The... Alcorn State Lady Braves on top 37 to 13. Also want to remind you in our second game of today's foreplay. Sound like an R. Kelly song. Huh? <laughs> At 2.30, Mississippi Valley, the men version. We're taking on the Grambling State Tigers. 2.30 right here at the Open Light Broadcast Network. And HSRN, the voice of choice, we got a notification that the uh, Purdue University Panthers baseball game uh, has been canceled, so they will have to uh, redo that one. As University of Houston and the Panthers are scheduled to get things going on today, and Charles, we talked about it on our Sunday broadcast. Spring football is on us, man. And spring football is right upon us, and it is an exciting time in the flag. Some coaching changes at Jackson State, uh, but uh, uh, you really look forward to uh, this time of the year. Uh, so much action going on. You have football, basketball, and baseball going all simultaneously. So it is a fun time in the spring. Yes, sir. It's a lot going on. But I know you being a Jackson State alumni and all, how things looking on Tiger Hill? I- I'm, I'm really excited. I, I think it really got uh, the coach that a lot of that really excites the fan base and Tony Hughes. He comes over from uh, Mississippi State, where he's an assistant coach there. He's very well known in, in, in the state of Mississippi for his recruiting prowess, and he did a bang-up job at Jackson State uh, in, their initial, uh, in his initial uh, recruiting of athletes. Well, you know I'm a PV alumni. <laughs> yes, we're Jackson State alumni. I, I, and then I, I, we'll I go a little deeper. <laughs> You've defiled your father. <laughs> That's a little inside joke. Isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> so, do you want to put a little something up? I'd love to. When, when, when Prairie View and Jackson State get together. Yeah, and in fact, it should be a little, a little more fun because Prairie View comes to Jackson State for Jackson State's homecoming this year. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, add, add a little deeper wounds to the bruise. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> now, and speaking of the uh, Jackson State Tigers, will be taking on the Prairie View Panthers in the opening round the of this basketball yes, tournament. And Jackson State, uh, one of the stronger teams in this tournament, uh, looking pretty good and set. Brian, 
we don't want to get too ahead of it, but give us some insight on the Jackson State Tigers. Well, they they are paced by Paris Collins, who's uh, and, and uh, who's done a bang up job with the Tigers this year. Uh, Wayne Brent has gotten this team to where he, he feels that they can make a run in the SWAC tournament. Uh, he has come in there the third seed. They kind of stubbed their toe a little bit down the stretch. Uh, losing their last two games, Alabama State and Alabama A&M. But overall, he feels pretty good about the team. Some health concerns uh, going into the tournament is uh, Collins is nursing a shoulder injury, but uh, Jackson State is looking to make a little bit of noise and to try to uh, kind of, uh, peek their toe into the SWAC championship game with uh, the Texas Southern and, and, and Alabama State and Southern kind of being a bit of the favorites going into the tournament. Well, the Panthers have won six of eight. Yes, they have. And they're looking pretty good under, and I use this term very loosely, interim coach uh, Byron Smith. He, he's, done a, he's done a phenomenal job. Back out. we got 90 seconds. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with our second half of play live from the Toyota Center. The Panthers on the back burner, but right now we have the Devilettes and the Lady Braves. We'll be back with more SWAC basketball play right here on the HSREN Network. The voice of choice. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Prince and Charles Bishop ready to get this second half on the way as the Devilettes get the inbound. They got one from our right to left, and we'll turn it over to Charles. And as the boy is trying one guard for the Devilettes. She'll take it right to the hole. She'll throw it away. Another turnover that time by the break, about by the Devilettes. Coming down is Tori Spann. She'll go coast to coast. Miss the layup. Rebound Alcorn. Jasmine Strain puts it back up and in for the Lady Braves. Jasmine Strain at the right place at the right time, making it count as she's able to get the scrap basket for her 10th point of the night. Chelsea Tate now for the double S. She'll get it over to Paxton Boddicker. Another turnover, but Boddicker steals it right back. And the Braves will knock it out of bounds. 39-13 here, 9-18, just getting underway here in the third period. Roddicker, that's a pretty cool name. Yeah, it is. I like it. In Rodiker. Almost like a linebacker. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Rodiker or a boxer. Want some beef? <laughs> Demoria Jernigan, left wing. She takes it back to the top of the key. Goes over to Felicia Walters. Walters dumps it down to Ashley Bill. There you go. Nice, easy layup that time by Ashley Bill for the double X. Yeah, yeah. Bill's able to do what she uh, does best and work down hard and low in the paint. Alcorn back on the attack. They will throw it away. 
Ashton McNichols throws it away. Here comes Val. They'll come down and set it up. Chelsea Tate brings it down. And she'll hand it off to Zamoria Jernigan. Jernigan will run the offense. A little screen that time by Felicia Walters. She comes back left wing. Takes it baseline. Drops it off to Bill. Bill's in the lane, and she is fouled. Valley moving the ball a little better, a little screen and a little action. Getting the ball down into Ashley Bills, who is scoring a little bit there for the Devilettes. As Henrietta Wales picks up her third foul, questionable, but nonetheless, they'll give Wales the opportunity to shoot two from the line, and she sinks her first one. Bills led the Devilettes scoring in the first half. She had six. Got an easy layup to start the third period. Now she's at the free throw line up. Devilettes are settling in a little bit here. Settling in, 39-16. Mike Prince and Charles Bishop from the Toyota Center. Second shot's good by Bills. Makes it 39-17 now. Alcorn comes back on the attack with Rihanna Tolliver. Tolliver takes it all the way to the hole, and she will be hit hard by Felicia Walters. Walters is definitely the bigger of the two. Yes, indeed. And she showed on that one. Think Poor Rihanna. child bounced out like a ping pong ball. <laughs> Out of Tolliver took the worst of that hit. Inbound, under the basket, brave. Oh, that there's a travel that time by Ashton McNichols. He got caught in the air that time. Yeah, that was a schoolyard move. Yeah, right indeed. <laughs> no, I didn't pick my foot up. I didn't pick my foot up. Exactly. Yeah, you did. Devilette, getting a little pressure from the Braves, getting trapped. Ashley Bills takes it baseline, and she'll get fouled. Devilette's playing a little bit more aggressive here in the second half. Now, Bills, as I mentioned, she is Miss Everything for these Devilettes, and she can shoot it, she can drive it, she can dribble it, and she plays great defense. As the Bills, that's the free throw line. First shot is off the rim. No good. 39-17 is your score. Here's 8.02 left in the third period. Bills take aim for the second one. Off the front rim, she'll miss both of them. Braves come down on the attack. Brianna Tolliver, top of the key. Snap pass over to number 21 that time. Nice layup that time by Ashton McNichols. As Ashton McNicholas off the cut move, gets the basket, and I think there's another turnover that time by the double X. It's Felicia Robinson dribbles it off her foot. I can see it off my feet. I wasn't 12. <laughs> Felicia Robinson is... Nice size there. She might have... Not a 12. Not a 12. Not a 12. <laughs> Nowhere close. Braves come back on the attack. Ashton Nichols. Left corner. She drive baseline. Shot is up. No good. Rebound Braves. Brianna Tolliver. She misses a layup. And Felicia Walters clears it. Devil let's come down on the attack. Jernigan. The lane kicks it out to Chelsea Tate. Chelsea baseline. She'll miss the shot. Rebound goes to Talisa Sherman for the Braves. She'll throw it down deep, down to McNichols for the layup. She'll miss. Rebound goes to the Braves. Tori Spann kicks it back out to Brianna Tolliver. Tolliver to, to McNichols. McNichols kicks it out to Spann. Spann back to McNichols for the jumper. And the three, I mean the one. She get a chance to count it in the foul. Yeah, I believe so. And they just said it was a three-pointer. 
Count the bucket and the foul. Makes it 44-17. All corn on top of Mississippi Valley State. 7-1 here in the third period. Nice inbounds play to Jasmine Strain as she blows the layup. They had taken their attention off Jasmine Strain as she was there for an easy layup and threw it right over the top of the rim and compounds that with a foul. Double left, inbounds foul. Alcorn trapping Chelsea Tate over in the left corner and she throws it away. Another turnover for the double left. They're going. They're into the uh, mid twenties now. Here on turnovers here in the third period. Alcorn was tough defense today. Whip pass from Tolliver over to McNichols. McNichols misses the jumper. Devilettes clear the rebound. They'll bring it up. Gamoria Jernigan, five seven junior guard from Chicago. Dribble the right side, and there'll be a foul on the play on number fourteen. Brianna Tolliver, her second foul. Well, Charles, we understand that there's a slight humming in the line, so we do apologize for that. But what we will do, uh, we come prepared. We'll switch units out in between uh, contests for the second game, and we should have that uh, fixed, corrected. As we continue on here with live action, 44-17, all point on top of the Mississippi Valley Devilettes, all point coming across. Timeline, it's a pass, could not handle it out of bounds. It will be Valley State Fall. That time, number 14, Brianna Tolliver was trying to whip that pass into Lindsay Little. I'm sorry, Tori Span. Span was not able to handle it. And wholesale changes coming in again for the Braves. It's Henrietta Wells. And that's what you do when the team is very short. Why? Yeah, you just wear them out. Exactly. Double edge break the trap this go around. They'll set up to the top of the key as Chelsea Tate swings it over to Jernigan. Jernigan looking for Bills down on the block. He'll be guarded by Brianna Luton. Gets it in the Bills. Bills, right block, score it. Ashley Bills. 44 to 19, Alcorn on top of Mississippi Valley State. So Lisa Sherman for the Braves, top of the key. She swings it around to Brianna Luton. Luton gives it to Dave Russell. Ball goes out of bounds. They'll say Valley State basketball. Turnover that time by the Braves. 526 remaining. And Henrietta Wells was not able to handle that pass from Dave Russell. Gets the inbound. She'll get it across full court to Paxton Rodica. Rodica back to Jernigan. Jernigan will set up the play. Right flank. She'll look for Ashley Bills down on the block. Rodica tries to set a screen. Gets it into Bills. Bills drives baseline, turns back to the lane, and she'll miss the layup. Rebound. And it'll be a tied up down there. Actually, going to call a shot clock. Yeah, I call a shot clock violation. I thought the ball hit the rim. Maybe it did. You can hear the Pierre nonsense hit Alcorn. Yeah, oh, that's a no-no. 
you seen Big Charles Edmund? Yes, it? I did. Charles, let it up. Say, it's all coin. It's all coin. <laughs> there is a media timeout on the floor. We'll take a media timeout. Four minutes and 56 seconds remaining here in the third period. It's all all coin, 44, Valley State, 19. You listen to HSREM, the voice of choice. We'll be right back. And welcome back to live action here at the Toyota Center. All one state on top of Mississippi Valley, 44-19, 4.42 up here in the third period. Alcorn will be called for a traveling that time Henrietta Wells with steps. Alcorn has used a good pressure defense to force Mississippi Valley State into a plethora of turnovers today as the Double X break the trap. Zaboria Jernigan, right court goes to... Alicia Walters at the top of the key. There will be a foul on the play. As Dave Russell will be called for the foul on Ashley Bills. Yeah, they were working down tough down in there. Thank Charles. Trying to get the ball down in the field. She's been the only consistent scorer today for the double S. That's right. It looked like a little bit too much hip action coming from Russell. That will be Ashley Bills now at the line. Shooting two. Bills' first shot is up and off the front of the rim. That's three in a row she's missed. Yes, indeed. They call them free throws for a reason. Yes, sir. Got to make them count. You got to make them count. Ashley Bill lines up the second one, and that one will rim out as Dorian Haynes will get the rebound. He'll get it over to Brianna Tolliver. Tolliver will set up the offense, top of the key. Swings it over to the right side of the court to Lindsey Littlejohn. Littlejohn back to Littlejohn will take the jumper, and she'll miss it off the front of the rim. There will be a foul on the play on the double X. So now Alcoin is a very comfortable lead right now, 44 to 19 with 409 remaining in the third period. Inbound to Alcoin. The jumper is no good. Rebound and the basket picked up by Alcorn. Nice rebound that time by Brianna Tolliver. Yeah, Tolliver gets the easy basket off the missed jump shot by Haynes. That was a little scrappy play that time by Zamoria Jernigan. Looks like looked like Mississippi Valley was going to lose the ball again, but she was able to scoop it up and go in for the layup and get the foul. 
missed the layup, but she gets the consolation prize. She gets it to the free throw line. Just a rough time right now. Yeah, it is. Tough time scoring for the double S. They come into today's game averaging 49 points a game. Not close to that, right? They're not close. They uh they struggle to score. They're tenth in the swag and scoring. Demoria Jernigan knocks down the first free throw and knocks down the second free throw. Makes it 46-21. Lady Braves on top of the Devilettes here with 350 here in the third period. Bringing it up court now for the Braves is Brianna Tolliver. Tolliver looks to Brianna Wells at the top of the key. Wells. Give and go to Tolliver, and there'll be a foul on the player. She took a tough blow that time from Paxton Rodiker. Yes, she did, but she showed some heart. Stayed right on in with it. Yes, she did. Alcorn will inbound the ball. Under the basket. 46-21 is your score here with 338 here in the third period. Ball into Henrietta Wells. Wells, left baseline, kicks it out to Noriana Day, who will set the offense. And she'll give it to Brianna Tolliver. Alcorn with a little motion offense. Noriana Day tries to go into Wells, and she'll throw it away. Devilettes ball. Bringing it up for the Devilettes is number 21, Melissa Hickman. Hickman to Jernigan. Jernigan, jumper, top of the key, and it's good. The running stop jumper, and Jernigan was right on time. Yes, he did. Nice shot that time by Zamoria Jernigan, 5'7", junior guard from Chicago. Shot town. Tolliver to Noriana Day. She misses a three. Henrietta Wells right there for the rebound, and there will be a foul on the play as Henrietta Wells showing some hustle. Yes, sir. It looked like they were trying to play the little game, get like me. Yes, indeed. If you want to shoot a three, I'll show you how to shoot a three. <laughs> Henrietta Wells at the line now for the Lady Braves. She'll take aim. First one is up and in. Score now is 47-23. Lady Braves on top of the double left. That is her fifth point. We're in the tournament opener here, the 2016 SWAC tournament. Well, second free throw is off the front of the rim. Rebound, double S, Felicia Walters. Double S will bring it down. Melissa Hickman. Hickman hit the top of the key, gets a screen from Walters. Yes, it's a Jernigan. Jernigan drives baseline, up and in for the score. Great job and attack by Jernigan as she just used her advantage of her shortness that time exactly. to get underneath the defender. Memorial Jernigan with a nice layup for the double X makes the score 47-25. All going back on attack. They go down to Henrietta Wells on the right block. She'll get it to number 12. Brianna Luton, Luton loses the ball. Double S come out of the scrum with the ball. Hickman gives it to Jernigan. Jernigan, a lot more aggressive. Goes behind the back. Jumper, top of the key. Count it. Uh-oh. And the double S showing a little life. They get it down to 20, 47-27, with two minutes left in the third. All corner back on the tack. Rihanna Tolliver, top of the key. She'll set up the offense. Looks down low to Noriana Haynes. Haynes tries the lane. She'll miss it, but there'll be a foul on the play. Nice aggressive move that time by Noriana Haynes. Yes, it is. As the Devilettes are showing a little life here, Charles, yes, in the latter end of this third period. Now, you've had a whole year to assess this thing. What do you feel about this four period play with women? I like it. I, I like the, the concept of, of four periods. Uh, it's kind of it's uh, it's more more like the NBA, so to speak. 
What you think? I don't like it. You don't like it. You're more traditional. I guess so, man. <laughs> not trying to be difficult or anything. Yeah. But if if you're going to do it for them, you might as well do it for the guys, too. Well, yeah, I don't understand why they don't do it for the guys, but. I mean, it, it is what it is, is I guess. I guess so, man. <laughs> both free throws were made. The now 49-27 Alcorn on top of Valley State. The more your journey brings it down for the double X. You'll throw it down to Ashley Bills on the block. Whirling move in the lane. Count the bucket for Ashley Bill. She looked like the female version of Akeem Olajuwon. Yes, indeed. Nipple feet down on the block. Bringing it down for the Lady Braves. Brianna Tolliver. Tolliver, Noriana Haynes. Haynes kicks out to Henrietta Wells. Shot blocked. Double left. Come out with the ball. Ashley Bill comes down right side of the court. Pushing it. She'll stop and slow it up and kick it out to Felicia Walters. Walters is a more Jernigan. Nifty move, and there'll be a blocking foul that time on Brianna Tolliver as Zamoria Jernigan. Jernigan left that child standing <laughs> Yes, she did. Nice move that time by Zamoria Jernigan trying to get into the lane. Jab, step left, went back right, looked like a running back, was designed to go to the one hole, wanted to go back to the three. Yes, she did. Nice move that time by Jernigan. Jernigan at the line, aims in, and she'll miss the first one. Valley has kind of shot themselves in the foot by blowing opportunities at that free throw line. Yes, indeed. Zamoria Jernigan, 13 points thus far on the game. Ashley Bills leads the double S with 14 points. Jernigan, second free throw off the front rim, rebound, Noriana Day. Noriana Haynes. Haynes will give it off to Felisa Sherman. Sherman to Haynes, top of the key. Haynes makes a move to the lane. And there'll be a foul on the play. Yeah, they're going to call a blocking foul against the Devilettes. That's a tough matchup for Ashley Bills. Yes. Only Haynes at the top of the key. But she's been battling all day. Yes, she has. As Paxton Rodiker gets ready to come back in. Haynes will knock down the first free throw and make the score 50 to 29. All corn Lady Braves on top of the Devilettes. 57 seconds left here in the third period of play. Alcorn trying to secure their win here in the opening day of swipe play. Tournament play, at least. Yes, indeed. And Haynes knocks down both free throws. Score now 51-29 here with 50 seconds left here in the third period. Jernigan will set, the, set it up at the top of the key. She gets a screen from Felicia Walters. She'll get in the lane. She'll kick it out to Chelsea Tate. Tate, back to Jernigan, top of the key. Jernigan, whirls in the lane, throws up a runner, no good. Rebound Henry had a well, and looks like Jernigan will compound that miss layup with a foul on Henry had a well. Well, you got to make them count. Yes, you do. And as a result, you get the play going against you. Jernigan. Exactly. The incredulous looks, if you will. As Cassidy Bolden gets ready to check into the game for the Double X, he's a six-one freshman from Greenwood, Mississippi. As Henrietta Wells misses the first free throw. Now, now Charles, you're a Mississippi guy. Yes. Uh, were you actually born and raised in Jackson, Mississippi? Born and raised in Jackson, Mississippi. Yes, indeed. Okay, and uh, so you you were bred to be a Jackson State Tiger. 
I was bred to be a Jackson State Tiger, even though my father is a proud was a proud Mississippi Valley State graduate. Wow. Yes, indeed. Everything is just about everything <laughs> contradicting to the family. Yes, indeed. Talk to your mama. Uh, my, 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 is up in the Delta, so. Mississippi Valley State is close to my heart. <laughs> well, you know, I uh, shared this with uh, my good friend Lee Hall. Um, the day I signed with Prairie View and I left, not that I signed with Prairie I left to uh, come to Prairie View. I got a call from Valley State wanted me to come down uh, and bring my skills and services there. So uh, I had a few SPAC schools yes, indeed. that were interested, and um Needless to say, I'm I'm glad I made the choice that I made, and not for any other reason. But I just believe things work out the way they need to work. Yes, out. indeed. Proud Panther, as the Memorial Journey knocked down the second half of the season, 52-30. All Lady Braves on top of the Devilettes here in the SWAC tournament opener here from the Toyota Center. Braves swing around the Tory Span, Span area on top of the Mariana Day. In the lane, jumper misses it. Rebound goes to Alcorn. That was Noriana Day scoops it up and scores right before the end of the third period. Wow. So at the end of the third period, it is 54-30. Alcorn in the driver's seat. Mike Prince and Charles Bishop live from the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. We'll pause 60 seconds, and we'll be right back. You listen to HSREN, the voice of choice. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, as we get ready to start this fourth period of play. All corn, 54. Alley State, 30. Inbound by All corn. Coming from left to right. Setting, swinging up on the perimeter. Bring it to the top of the key. Looking, now swinging on the right wing. Still looking for the open shot. 15 seconds on the shot clock. Showing a lot of patience and ball movement. Yes, indeed. Now stop the shot from the left elbow. No good. The rebound is picked up by Valley. But stepping out of bounds, losing. Was nice also that time by Cassidy Bolden trying to get out there and get the ball. Couldn't quite get it in. As Valley will bring Ashley Bills back into the game. 
We'll give Holden a breather. Corey Spann over to Jasmine Strange. She'll miss the jumper. Henrietta Wells, another rebound. And she'll kick it back out to Ashton McNichols, and they'll reset the shot clock. Jasmine Strange throws it into Tori Spann, and they'll get foul on the play. Hawkorn is showing some great bold ball movement right yes, now they are. and movement without the ball. Movement without the ball, exactly. Good, great point. Inbounds play, easy attempt that time by Tori Spann. She'll miss it, but it'll be put back in by Talisa Sherman. Yeah, Sherman and playing a little hopscotch on that one. 56 to 30 is your score. Lady Braves on top of the Devilettes. 857 here in the fourth, and the Devilettes will throw another one away. Yeah, Devil X had a little spurt where they were trying to make it respectable again. Yeah. 24 turnovers today for the Valley State Devil X. The Braves are swinging around. Left wing to number 10 to Lisa Sherman. Sherman to Henrietta Wells. Wells, nice move to the goal. That was a huge move. Count the bucket for Henrietta Wells. Wells doing a little finger roll again. Yes, well, indeed. She got up there looking like she did on that one, too. Nice wingspan for Henry Edwell. Zamoria Jernigan to the top of the key to Felicia Walters. Walters, top of the key jumper. Count the jumper. That was wow. a two right on the line. Yeah. And you're talking about a one-arm shot. Yes, indeed. Just let it, let it ride. 58-32, Lady Brave on top of the Mississippi Valley State double X. Eight minutes to go here in the fourth and final period. Jasmine Strain, nice pass into Henrietta Wells. Wells from the baseline, she'll miss the jumper. Rebound goes to Felicia Walters. Walters kicks it out to Ashley Bills, and Bills will slow it down as they cross half court. Bills, quick move to the blame, and they'll call it for steps. So oh, that was a big-time move yes, by Bills. She stepped inside the defender and then back around her, but couldn't finish it with the shot. As Paxton Rodiker will check back into the game for Felicia Walters. Of course, we've mentioned it. Valley with a thin bench. Jasmine Strain takes it to the lane, and she'll lose the hand loan as Paxton Rodiker makes the steal. Devilettes come on the attack. Jernigan brings across half court. Now, you got to feed Rodiker with the shot for the good defense. For the good defense. Jernigan takes it strong to the hole, and they'll call a blocking foul on the Lady Braves. Will they count the bucket? Wow. Count the Jernigan bucket. Jernigan has shown some heart. Yes, he has. Blocking foul that time on Henrietta Wells. Jernigan has she has gotten, gotten in the lane and done a heck of a job in the second half. She has turned up. Double S with the inbound play to Ashley Bills, and Bills will miss the easy jumper. Braves come back on the attack. Brianna Tolliver brings it across half court. Tolliver over to Henrietta Wells. Wells from the baseline, and there'll be a foul on the play. Six minutes and 51 ticks remaining in this opening game. Alcorn has led from beginning. Right now they currently up 58 to 32. 
here at the Toyota Center. A man from Valley State is here, and they've been entertaining us. It sounded really good. Yes, it did. A little earth, wind, and fire earlier. Mean Green Martin Machine. Yes, sir. What's your favorite earth, wind, and fire song? Reason. Reason. Yeah. You going to sing a little bit of it? I cannot do that. <laughs> Look Come at you, Doc. I wish I could. I, can't. I like that song, Fellow. Oh, Philip Bailey over there, huh? <laughs> That's when Bailey had some hair. <laughs> After the love game. Yes, sir. <laughs> Why not bad? Why didn't yeah, you pull a rabbit out yeah, the head? Yeah, yes, indeed. Of course, a few weeks ago, we lost the incomparable Maurice White of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes, 74 years young. Yes, indeed. 58-32 is your score here with 640 left here in the fourth and final period. Devilettes bring the ball across court. Lemoya journey, top of the key, going to the right flank. Jab, step, gets to the lane. Jumper no good. Henrietta Wells with the defense. Alcorn with a fast break opportunity. And count the bucket for Brianna Tolliver. Great all the way around. Henrietta's standing in, blocking the shot of the charging jerkin, and then the transition basket to follow up for the easy bucket. Great end-to-end play that time by Alcorn with the defense and the easy bucket. Melissa Hickman, on top of the key. Over to Jernigan from the right flank. Counted three-pointer from deep. She shot that one from the Rockets. Yeah, yes, she did. The morning Jernigan with 17 points now for the Valley State Delta Devils. Yeah. The Valley Devils does try to play a little bit more defense, amp things up. Yes, indeed. Brianna Tyler, the top of the key. She'll miss it. Ball will Go out of bounds. It'll be Alcorn State basketball. Don't forget, it'll be a 20-minute break in between games, and we'll get right back into it as the Valley men's team will be taking on the Grambling State Tigers, the East versus the West. Inbound play that time to Henrietta Wells. Wells will be called for steps of the turnover by Alcorn. They got a picture of Henrietta on the big screen. She did not like that call at all. <laughs> that was a that was two jab steps. Yeah. <laughs> well, we talked about Valley State's turnovers, but Alcorn also had 20 turnovers coming into the fourth period. Like we have a timeout now on the court. Yes, sir. Valley State will take a timeout. They'll take a 30-second timeout. They'll take a 30-second timeout. We'll take 30-second fouls in the action. We'll be right back with more Swag Basketball. You listen to HSRN, the voice of choice. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Prince and Charles Bishop live from the Toyota Center. 
30-second timeout has just about come to conclusion. As the Alcorn State Braves on top of Mississippi Valley, 60 to 35. Remind you, we'll be here with a 2.30 tip-off, 6 o'clock tip-off, and an 8.30 tip-off. Full day of action. Full day of action. We'll eat in between times. At some point, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) Zaboria Jernigan now with the ball at the top of the key. She'll get into the lane, lay up. She'll miss it. Felicia Stevens with the rebound. Kicks it out to Rodica. She'll miss the jumper. Alcorn will get the ball, and there will be a foul on the play. I think we're going to call that one on Jernigan. Looks like there was a foul on the play that time by Mississippi Valley State. Looking up here at the replay. Hitman reached in. Alcorn comes back on the attack. Jumper by number 11, Lindsey Littlejohn. No good. Rebound, Alcorn. Goes to number 12, Brianna Luton. Luton takes it out to Jasmine Strange. Strange. <laughs> Say that one fast. Boy, you got the rhymes going on. The Strange Rain. Jasmine Strange with the Strange Rain. <laughs> That's the sound of the Strange working on the drain. Yes, it be. 52-35, Lady Braves on top of the Devilettes. Here in the flat tournament opener, the 2016 flat tournament opener. Felicia Stevens from the right flank. She'll miss that one. It'll graze off the rim and go out of bounds. It'll be Lady Braves basketball. And we have a media timeout now on the court. Well, that means we'll call for 90 seconds. We'll come back four minutes and 27 seconds remaining in this one. All coins in the driver's seat, 62-35. We'll be right back. Come back to live action here. Lady Braves on the attack. Brianna Luton, right flank. She'll take it into the lane. Kicks it out to to Lindsay Littlejohn. They will call a travel. That time on Brianna Luton. I wonder if they call Lindsay Littlejohn LL. That's that's, that's just a mouthful of Lindsay Littlejohn. (laughs) 62-35 with four minutes left in the fourth. Demoria Jernigan takes it to the hole again. She'll miss the layup. Rebound, Henrietta Well. 
He'll kick it out, and they'll throw it away as the double S get the ball. Paxton Rodiker on the tack. She'll take it to the rim, and it is blocked that time. Nice defensive play by Henrietta Wells, and she comes up limping a little bit. Jasmine Strain on the tack. Layup, and there'll be a blocking foul as Jasmine Strain took it to the rim. Correction, they'll call a charging on Jasmine Strain. Wow. Tough call as it looked like Melissa Hickman was moving, but we'll go with the official's call. 62-35 here with 3.30 left here in the fourth period. Watching Henrietta, she's banging that knee up a little bit. Looks like she's struggling a little bit, but she's hanging in there. She's a gamer. Jernigan to Wadiker. Wadiker back to Jernigan. Top of the key. Deep three. And it will graze the rim. Rebound. Jasmine Strain. Strain will kick it out to Brianna Tolliver as Tolliver will walk it up. No rush here for the Braves. Lady Braves. They're up 62-35. Three minutes left here in the fourth period of play. Strain over to Brianna Luton. Luton gives it to Tolliver. Tolliver back to Strain. Strain thrust. Graded in there well. Loses it back to Jasmine Strain. Strain will set it up again. He'll make a move. Kicks it out to Luton. Luton will get a rebound. Oh. Goes to Tolliver. Tolliver gets blocked, and the double S gets the basketball. Paxton Rodiker kicks it out to Chelsea Tate. Tate brings it up over half court. Tate to Felicia Stephen. Felicia Walters, I should say. Walters makes move to the lane. Layup is good, and count the basket for Felicia really? Walters. Walters get a chance for the trifecta after getting the block on the defensive end, coming back, getting the ball down in the paint, gets the basket and the foul, and a chance to make it a three-point play the old-fashioned way and go for a seven-point. Nice all-around play that time by Felicia Walters, the 6'2 junior center from DeWitter, Louisiana. And she knocks down the free throw. Knocks it down. Nice looking shot as well. Yes, indeed. 62-38 is your score. Lady Braves on top of the Devilette with 2.20 left in the fourth and final period of play. Lady Braves setting it up on offense. It'll be Lindsay Littlejohn from the right flank. She'll bring it to the top of the key. Gives it over to Brianna Tolliver. Tolliver makes a move to the lane. Kicks it to Littlejohn. Off Littlejohn's hand. There'll be a stoppage of play. There'll be a foul on... Brianna Tolliver as the ball turns over to the double X. So 203 remaining in this contest. The Braves have been in the driver's seat all day. Kind of like Adrian Peterson. Yes, indeed. <laughs> double X breaks the pressure. There'll be another whistle. Looks like they're trying to call timeout. Yeah, it looks like they did. Double S call a timeout. Felicia Stevens, Felicia Walters, I should say, will come out the game. Stepping into the game for the double S is Chelsea Tate. Jernigan, top of the key. As we come back to action. Jernigan. Moving to the top of the key. She'll make a move. Cuts to the lane. And there's a shot by number 12 that time for Mississippi Valley State. That was Erica Struthers. Well, you got to give some credit to the defender for Alcorn. That ball was partially blocked on this day, Russell Day. 
stoppage of play now as the Braves, Lady Braves, will take over firmly in control. 62-38 with a minute and 35. Firmly. <laughs> firmly in control of this one. 62-38 with 127 left. Palm <laughs> down on the court. The Devil S will come up with the ball. Erica Struthers. She'll get it and she'll try to dribble out of trouble. And here comes Amoria Jernigan on the attack. Jernigan across half court. Kicks it over Chelsea Tate on the right flank. She'll miss. Rebound goes to number 55, Cassidy Bowden. And the 6 1 freshman scores for the Double X. Good job setting up and posting to get the scrap basket. Valley trying to make it somewhat respectable with 53 seconds remaining in the contest. Stop the action. A foul on the play. It looks like there was a charging call. And Day Russell. Double X. Bringing it up court. All corn up 62-40. Coming up on the end of the game here. 40 seconds left. Zamoria Jernigan. Top of the key. Left there, constructed way, and she'll go back to the right side of the court. She'll make a quick move into the right behind the back, kicks it out to Struthers for three. Struthers hits the three, <laughs> and the valley pitch goes wild. <laughs> Talk about Lady Luck. Hit the front of the rim and then crawls forward to fall through for the three pointer. Yes, indeed. Nice moment that time for Erica Struthers. Erica Struthers is a 5'10 freshman from right here in Houston. She's from Missouri City, Texas. What you say? Oh, nice to score in front of the home, folks, because this one will come to an end as number 10, Talisa Sharman, hooks it out. And the Alcorn Lady Braves takes the flex opener here in the flag tournament, 62-43 over Mississippi Valley State Double X. We're going to pause two minutes, and we'll come back with a brief post-game report.
And welcome back to our post-game report. Our post-game report having the Alcorn State Braves victorious over Mississippi Valley, 62-43. to 43. Big day for the Lady Braves as their leading scorer was Miss Haynes. Yes, Noriana Haynes. Charles, what you got for us? Noriana Haynes, 14 points and seven rebounds. Played a conservative 11 minutes today. She's a SWAC player of the year. Well, she was able to conserve her energy here in this first game here in the SWAC tournament. You take a look at the uh, Double X. It was Zamoria Jernigan who led them with 17 points, and Ashley Bills had 14 points for the uh, for the Double X. Well, the Panthers and the Tigers will wait to watch how the Tigers and the Devils do. Yes, indeed. From the men's side, we're going to shut down on this segment. And we'll come right back. Let's see. We got hour. We'll we probably have an hour, yeah. Next uh, game is scheduled to start at 2.30. Okay, so next game is scheduled to start at 2.30. We'll be back at 2.20 to get ready for the second half of action. Mississippi Valley taking on Grambling. Mike Prince and Charles Bishop, the Alcorn Lady Braves, end up winning 62-43. Charles, some closing notes? Well, some closing notes. Uh, a game that was marked by quite a few turnovers, but Alcorn was able to come out on top. Alcorn, uh, 62 points despite 28 turnovers. Uh, but it was a great uh, showing for Alcorn here to get uh, off the ground here in the SWAC tournament open. Well, the SWAC tournament is officially on the way, Alcorn 62, Mississippi Valley 43, Mike Prince, Charles Bishop for the Upper Mike Broadcast Network and the HSRN Radio, the voice of choice. We'll pause for the calls, and we'll see you at 2.20 Central Standard Time.
You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.